The Catholic Church teaching on the extermination of heretics. That is the message I have for you today. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be quoting again here from the book 50 Years in the Church of Rome that was written by that former priest by the name of Charles Shinnecke. And it lists some other books uh, that he uh, wrote there. You can take a look at those. So this book was copyrighted back in 1886. So let me quote something here, uh, very important. On the 31st of December, 1869, I forced the right Reverend Bishop Foley of Chicago to swear before the civil court at Kankakee that the following sentence was an exact translation of the doctrine of the Church of Rome as taught today in all the Roman Catholic seminaries, colleges, and universities throughout the Summa Theologica of Thomas Aquinas, volume 4, page 90. So let me stop there for a second. So uh, Mr. Shinnegy is writing in this book. He's uh, talking about a time he was in court. He went to court many uh, different times. They were bringing this guy up and all sorts of things. I think another time they tried to take land away from him. From him. Um, so here he's quoting here, and he wants to prove a point that the, the official teaching regarding the uh, extermination of heretics is their official teaching. Now keep in mind that this was the late 1800s, but I want you to know that this is the official teaching of the Roman Catholic Church. So let me quote uh, this part here. This is what he's trying to prove. This is from him in that book, Though heretics must not be tolerated because they deserve it, we must bear with them till by a second admonition they may be brought back to the faith of the church. But those who, after a second admonition, remain obstinate to their errors must not only be excommunicated, but they must be delivered to the secular power to be exterminated. Now, folks, if that don't make the hair on your head stand up a little... <laughs> I don't know what will. We're talking about official Roman Catholic teaching. So uh, this former Catholic priest by the name of Charles Shinnecke, he was making a point, and he had this done in court. It was sworn testimony. And it was proven that this was the official teaching. This is what they would teach in the Roman Catholic seminaries. These are, are men who were training to be Roman Catholic priests. This is taught in their colleges and universities. And we're talking about one of the biggies. I think they call him the universal teacher, Thomas Aquinas. Can you imagine this, that they are talking about the extermination of heretics, who was who that talking about? People like me. You know, I'm a former Catholic baptized in the Roman Catholic Church. I'm considered a heretic, okay? So back in the day uh, that uh, he's talking about here, he's saying th th this is something that they did. And by the way, folks, uh, you know, you think about the Inquisition, you think about the time of the Reformation, the multitude, some say millions, I believe it to be millions, that were uh, butchered, uh, tortured, and some ultimately burnt at the stake. So uh, this is what happens because people do not agree with the false counterfeit teachings of the Roman Catholic 
church. So here, you know, they're using the word exterminated. I mean, you know, that's a word that's used when you want to hire somebody. Perhaps you have, uh, you need pest control. So you want to call the exterminator. What, What does an exterminator do? They, they get rid of the pests. <laughs> Can you imagine this? So this is the language of Rome, ladies and gentlemen. They follow a counterfeit Christ. Now, Charles Shinneke, he went on to write in that book, he said, it is on account of this law of the Church of Rome, which is today in full force, as it was promulgated for the first time, that not less than 30 public attempts have been made to kill me, since my conversion. So here's a guy, he gets saved, he reads the Bible, he he starts comparing the scriptures with the teachings of Rome, and it took him a long time, folks. He was a priest for 25 years, and if you read the book, he he talks about there were many times he should have listened to the, the voice of the Lord, but he didn't, and the light that God was trying to show him to leave that counterfeit system but he didn't he kept putting it off putting it off putting it off eventually he left the church so here he goes on to say that not less than 30 times 30 public attempts have been made to kill him since he got converted he goes on to say the first time i visited quebec in the spring of 1859 50 men were sent by the bishop of quebec Balajan to force me to swear that I would never preach the Bible or to kill me in case of my refusal. Now stop the clock. Here's a man, he gets converted, all he wants to do is read the Bible, follow the Lord. That's what people do. You get saved, you're born again, you realize that you don't need a Catholic priest, you're justified by the blood of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, you you have eternal life. So now this is what happened to this man, this ex-priest, and you want to kill him. <laughs> Look, don't you dare preach from uh, the Bible. Can you imagine that? It says, at 4 o'clock a.m., sticks were raised above my head, a dagger stuck in my breast, and the cries of the furious mob were ringing in my ears. Infamous apostate, now you are in our hands. You're a dead man if you do not swear that you will never preach your accursed Bible. Now stop again. Do you, do you hear what they're saying, folks? This is the way the Church of Rome. This is, this is what goes on inside uh, the heart of, of, of the leaders of Rome. Trust me, folks. This is the real face of Rome. Infamous apostate. Now, you, now you're in our hands. They're saying, we got you now. You're a dead man. What, what, what was he doing that, that was so bad? Okay? If you don't swear that you'll never preach your accursed Bible. Why? Because the Bible tells the truth. The Bible brings light and it exposes the darkness of the cult of Roman Catholicism. That's exactly what happened to me, folks. And it's happened to millions of people. They, they left the church. They, they, they heard the word of God and they said, I'm out of here, man. I'm getting out. How can you stay? Because the word of God, ladies and gentlemen, the scriptures, they show you the truth. And Jesus said, you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Mr. Shinneke goes on to say, never had I seen such furious men around me. Their eyes were more like the eyes of tigers than of men. I expected every moment to receive the deadly blow, and I asked my Savior to come and receive my soul, but the would-be murderers with more horrible imprecations cried again 
infamous renegade. Swear that you will never preach anymore. You're a cursed Bible or you are a dead man. I raised my eyes and hands towards heaven and said, Oh my God, hear and bless the last words of thy poor servant. I solemnly swear that so long as my tongue can speak, I will preach thy word as I find it in the Holy Bible. Let me stop there again. What a stand this guy took. What persecution uh, this man went through. In fact, don't forget he was defended by the uh, man Abraham Lincoln, known as Honest Abe, who became the President of the United States of America. At one time before Lincoln was murdered, uh, he defended this priest. He knew everything what was going on in, in, in this man's life, and, and Shinneke asked Abe Lincoln to defend him, and Abe Lincoln was more than happy to defend him. And Abe Lincoln said, I've never seen anybody persecuted like you before. And uh, Mr. Lincoln came through. The, uh, the man won the case. This ex-priest won the case of all the things that were going on. Uh, what, what a great thing. What a great day that was for Mr. Shinneke. So Mr. Shinneke, it goes on to say here, then opening my vest and presenting my naked breast, I said, now strike. But my God was there to protect me. They did not strike. I went through their ranks into the streets where I found a carter who drove me to Mr. Hall, the mayor of the city. For that day, I showed him my bleeding breast and said I just escaped almost miraculously from the hands of men sworn to kill me if I preach again the gospel of Christ. I am, however, determined to preach again today at noon, even if I have to die in the attempt. I put myself under the protection of the British flag. Now keep in mind that they, they flew the British flag at that time uh, in Canada. I think they flew that flag until like around 1965. So that's what he's talking about there. So is this not incredible that the man's life is in danger? Why? Simply because he got saved, he left the Catholic Church, and he's preaching the gospel. ABC, folks. Think about this now. I want you to think about this, folks, because I tell you today that the Church of Rome still preaches the exact same doctrines today that they did back then in the day of Charles Shinneke. Oh, yes, don't forget that. There's a reason I'm telling you that. So this is incredible stuff. So um, keep in mind, folks, that, that the Bible, uh, what, what does it tell us? In Galatians chapter 1, verses 8 to 10, it says, But though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which we have preached unto you, let him be accursed. As we said before, so say I now again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. For do I now persuade men or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of God. Christ. So, uh, Mr. Shinneke, former priest, he got saved. He realized that he was sitting under the sound of a false gospel. He was sitting under the sound of an accursed gospel, so he did the right thing. He left that system. He knew it was fake. He finally found out after 25 years of being a priest, he realized, I'm sitting in darkness, man. I got to get out of here. And that's just what he did. So, um, you know, today, People ignore that. They ignore this warning uh, that 
comes forth, you know, you think of all these uh, together meetings where people are working together with the Roman Catholic Church. And this has been going on for quite a while, folks. You know, there was a meeting all the way back in uh, 1978. It was called Jesus 78. We had Catholic priests uh, speaking up at this big platform over in New Jersey in the Meadowlands. It was over 50,000 people there. And everybody's doing the dance with Rome. You see, so this is not something new, but, you know, it's been going on. It's getting worse. To, uh, there was a Together uh, 2016 uh, meeting that took place uh, where all these big-name preachers are, are, are there, and here comes the Pope speaking by video. Can you imagine this? So here comes this man, a leader of a system who preaches a counterfeit gospel, who preaches an accursed gospel, and all of these big names have no problem with that. Well, I'll say this to you folks. I would not want to be in their shoes on Judgment Day. Why do I say that? Because the gospel Rome preaches, as I said, is the same today as it was all the way back then in the time of Shinnike, all the way back then in the time of the Reformation when people were slaughtered and burnt at the stake. So, so they're sitting there with no problem. This man's coming by video. Think about this. And, and, and it's no problem. No problem. He's called the Holy Father. I think the leader of that thing uh, went, what a privilege that you would speak to. Oh, what a, what a privilege. Wow. But the Bible says this, Matthew 23, 9, And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father, which is in heaven. So here he's called the Holy Father. And all these big names I have no problem. Think about this, folks. This is heavy-duty stuff. Did, did any of them stand up and say, stop, turn the video off now? I don't think so. Please tell me if if I'm wrong. Did, did any of anybody stand up and say I can't? St I can't. I, I I didn't realize he was going to be here on video. I I, can't, I don't believe the gospel this man preached. Did anybody do that? I don't think so. Please tell me if I'm wrong. So you know the man with the long robe was was permitted to to speak as if he's a brother in Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us in Luke. Uh, 20 verses 46 and 47 it says beware of the scribes which desire to walk in long robes and love greetings in the markets and the highest seats in the synagogues and the chief rooms at feasts which devour widows houses and for a show make long prayers the same shall receive greater damnation so as i said they still teach the same things in the church of rome uh, today as they did all the way back then Time in the Reformation, the time of Shinnike, the sacrifice of the mass, purgatory, infant baptism, where they say you're born again. When you're baptized as an infant, you become a child of God. That's what they teach. Mary worship, Mariolatry. So this Pope says if you don't pray the rosary, uh, if you don't pray to Mary, well, maybe Mary won't give you the son. Blasphemy. Oh, my. Blasphemy. And, and so on and so forth, all the teachings of Rome. Let's get back to the book. So here, uh, Shinneke, he went and he went to the uh, mayor and he says, look, uh, I'm going to preach this word. It says, soon after, more than 1,000 British soldiers were around me with fixed bayonets. They formed themselves into two lines along the streets through which the mayor took me in his own sleigh to the lecture room. I could then deliver my address on the Bible. 
to at least 10,000 people who were crowded inside and outside the walls of the large building. After this, I had the joy of distributing between five and 600 Bibles to that multitude who received them as thirsty and hungry people receive fresh water and pure bread after many days of starvation. Wow. So that's, that's mind-blowing, folks. 1,000 British soldiers to, to, to protect this ex-priest. All he wanted to do, he wanted to deliver a message on, quote, the Bible. He wants to, he wants to give the good news to people. 10,000 people at least, it said, crowded inside. And then, then, then he gets to uh, distribute uh, between five and six hundred Bibles to that same group of people, folks. That is amazing. That's that. That's victory. You see, God gave this man the victory. Victory. The people got the word of God. No more bondage to the Church of Rome. Glory to God. So he goes on to say in the book, he says, I've been stoned 20 times the principal places in Canada where I was struck and wounded and almost miraculously escaped were Quebec, Montreal, Ottawa, Charlottetown, Halifax, Antigonish, etc. And the last mentioned on the 10th of July, 1873, the pastor, the Reverend P. Goodfellow, standing by me when going out of his church, was also struck several times by stones, which missed me. At last, his head was so badly cut that he fell on the ground, bathed in blood. I took him up in my arms, though wounded and bleeding myself. We would surely have been slaughtered there, had not a noble Scotchman named Cameron opened the door of his house at the peril of his own life to give us shelter against the assassins of the Pope. The mob, furious that we had escaped, broke the windows and besieged the house from 10 a.m., till three next morning. Many times they threatened to set fire to Mr. Cameron's house if he did not deliver me into their hands to be hung. They, pre were, they were prevented from doing so only from fear of burning the whole town, composed in part of their own dwellings. Several times they put long ladders against the walls with the hope of reaching the upper rooms where they could find and kill their victim. All this was done under the very eyes of five or six priests who were only a distance of a few rods. My, oh my. What a picture. So here, Shinnecke escapes once again. This man opens up his house. And the, the people, this mob of furious, uh, I'll call them devils, folks. They, they, these people are walking in darkness. Keep in mind, folks, they think they're doing something good. Religious, spiritual, they're all, they're all on the way to hell. Huh, can you imagine this, folks? So they stayed there under the inspiration of the father of lies. Here they are trying to break into this house from 10 o'clock in the morning, folks, till 3 a.m. the next morning. Can you imagine what this must have been like, folks? All this to get a man because this man got saved. So, so you know, I'm going to end it here, folks, but I, I want to leave you with that picture because it's a good thing to remember in this day of this counterfeit unity that's been going on, soaking up souls. I'm telling you, churches are permeated with this stuff, and you will hear nary a peep from most 
pulpits. They won't say a word. I'll tell you why. Many of the people in the pulpits work with the very people who were at that Together 2016 meeting. Oh, yes. They, they don't want to rock the boat, so they say nothing. That's the way the, the, the modern-day church wor works, folks. So, so that's what it's about, folks. So you heard it there, folks. Uh, uh, Rome is the same today in the year 2022. Hear it now. Then they were all the way back then, folks. They have not changed. They, they just put on a different costume. That's all. You know, Vatican II. They don't call them heretics anymore. People like me. They call them separated brethren. <laughs> Can you imagine this? Separated brethren. Oh, yes. So, so uh, that, that's what it's about, folks. I'm going to leave it right there. And once again, you have a great day in the Lord.